by a difference, over, overcome, overtaken we're, by a difference. We're saying, we're saying that by the, by the time that Adam um, implodes, the reason why Adam implodes is like imagine like you have this, you know, devouring machine, right? And it's devouring, devouring, devouring. Any, anything in sight, anything that is within its reach is going to be devoured. That's the first thing. When there's nothing more, more to be devoured, it begins to devour, to devour itself. Right? Ultimately, ultimately, just leaving just nothing. Right? So the, so the only thing that's going to inherit that is Malchus Shemaim, which is beyond this reach. Right? They can, they, can, you know, they can do everything they can. You know, they can attack us. They can do whatever. But they're not going to change the fact that the more they become themselves, the more we look at that and say that, is, that thing is empty. Right? And it drives them mad. It drives them crazy that we do that. Right, that we actually are trying to live lives of meaning and purpose, right? But, but uh, so, so, so by the time that they're done, there's not going to be any other kingdoms to take over potentially after them. So that's why the Malchus Shemayim is going to take over because every, everything else has been no, pulverized, except for the Jews and Jewish ideologies. Right, the, I would say. Um, just not that they're fundamentally different, but except for the Malchus Shemaim for the Torah, right? I'm saying, unfortunately, a lot of Jews uh, today are not living by Torah theology, right? So it means the tr- true, true Jews, meaning uh, of the Hashem. Malchus Shemaim, that is gonna, that's gonna persevere because that's, you know, the, the that's uh, that's in the Jew of Daniel, right? That he's it's going and devouring everything, etc. And then it's, and then it's. Hashem sets up his thrones and judges him and um, you know cuts up his flesh and burn and burns him, right? So that's and then there's the Tsuras Adam that that's um, Mashiach, that's Bahu Shamaim is um coordinated and that's what we're waiting for. Okay, so the point is that that this is all one side of the coin of explaining that the end of the whether it be um, Paro or whether it be Rome at the end of that is Mashiach. So the, in in the Paro we said that uh, Paro Mitzrayim that, that's the shorish of of everything of all. Uh, of all Yetzirah, of all Hisnagdus, right? It's kind of like the blueprint, and then after that, it's, everything is going to be always coming from there. Yeah, so it's not one of the four Malchus, it precedes everything, yeah. So, and, and Moshe Rabbeinu is the, is, is the Mashiach. So that's why he's, we said, he is Dafka in the, growing up in the palace of Paro, because number one, like we said, that like, it's from itself is going to be is gonna, that it itself will lead you know, the, the Malchus of Paro will itself lead to the um, to the to its replacement because the, when it comes to an end to an end to an, to an, to, uh, then that will catapult um, Mashiach into. Um, into his true place, into his true place, and then we spoke out how uh, this parallels with 
and Mashiach. Okay, so here we go. Ve'od yesh lecha lehoven. Ki malchus Yisroel b'hizchadsha k'mo shahaya b'yitzias Mitzrayim shehizchil mamshalos Yisroel shelahaya malchus kodem ze l'Yisroel. So with with Yitzias Mitzrayim, this is the first time we get a kingship. It's not like we had one; we lost it to them. Okay, this is this is the the first time that we're going to have a melech. First time we're going to be an am, really, right? Yeah. Um, so too in the future, Malchus Mashiach shehischadish Malchus Chadosha. It's not. You know that we've this whole time kind of had this king, and he's kind of been I don't know, um, you know, like a um, some sort of a noble under the guy. No, it, it, it's to a certain extent it's been stomped out. Nobody even knows who the Melech is. You know, it's not like we have like, this Jewish person somewhere that we all kind of go to secretly and you know listen to his advice. Cholesterol don't have a Malchus right now. Don't have a Malchus. So when when Mashiach is going to come, to a certain extent, it's going to be the establishment of a of a new Malchus. He uh, he would say, "Mina Malchus Harishona Shlisneizah." So this new kingship is arising out from. So the point is, uh, the morale wants us to understand. In both cases, we're talking about, to a certain extent, a brand new thing, a brand new thing, a brand new kingdom brand new kingship that is rising from the ashes of the of these previous false kingdom king right madrega elokis pnimis Hitzomachas mitoch malchus bilti kedosha. So now we're saying it now. The, the whole approach of Od Yesh is he's doing it the other way around. That the that before we've been talking about more like a, you know a, a destruction and then you know that causing the rise. Now he's going to do it the other way around. That to a certain extent, the rise is causing the destruction. That the sprouting of the of the kedusha is what causes the demise of the other of the of the of the non kaddish. So first of all, he's giving us a rule that the kaddish rises from inside the non kaddish. Why is that? Shikach roi. This is fitting. Lemalchus sheyeshla myla elokis. It's something that has a divine aspect to it, which means. Has a myelopnemius. It's a, it has an internality to it. It has a uh, deep, meaningful purpose. Vehakol ramzu b'ze she'amar ve'otzi eish misolcheich. I will bring out a fire from inside of you. Where is that? Yicheskel chaftches yirches. Ki Yitzias Hakedusha Hanimshelos Beish 
that the coming out of Kedusha, Kedusha is compared to a fire, which is, uh, why, why is it compared to fire? Ledakos Ha'esh, due to the extreme, um, almost non-physical nature of fire. So, the fire, which is rep- representing Kedusha, will come out, mitoch dover chol, the surface of It's coming out from inside of a non-holy thing and burning it up. Kain timtza shehapri, so to you see with the fruit, kasher hu bilti nishlam, prior to it being fully mature, hu butocha klipa, it's inside of a klipa, it's inside of a shomer. Ad shehapri, Gadolva omed al shlemuso until the fruit fully ripens and becomes mature. The oz kasher hapri gadol nifsa de haklipa mikoach gidlapri. It cracks the outer shell open and causes it to fall away. And now we have the true fruit there. So I know because I'll talk about this a lot. This concept of shomer I'm just trying to think of. A, of Examples of fruit that we know that do such a thing. Do you know one? Do like nuts do that? Like a nut grows out of its. Do they? I'm not sure. Or sunflowers? Like the seeds? No? Maybe you buy them inside the thing? Oh, yeah, right. Not that. Does that support against our marshal? How How is this. How is this salvation sort of sprouting so, 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 let's just hear one more svar because he's still kind of building up towards the svar let me just say the svar and then oh. and then we'll, we'll come back we'll work on it yeah she called I would like to get to find out which fruit uh, the Gemara the Gemara in uh, in case of Mavarchan talks about this concept of Shomer Lepri but like some live examples I mean the the discussion in the Gemara there is, was called uh, is, is kafrisim, meaning the the, the sloth plant, that, that as its fruit grows, it, it has a hard outer shell around it, and then as the fruit grows bigger and bigger, the hard outer shell eventually cracks open and kind of just hanging there and, and it can fall away, and the fruit is the one that 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 cracked it open and caused it to. Sounds more, sounds more <coughs> like an insect. I'm sorry. Sounds more like an insect or a chicken. What? That whole process sounds more like a an animal rather than a fruit. Where the where the shell of the thing that's growing inside of it gets as the thing grows inside of it, it gets too big and it cracks. Which animal do you know that does this? A chicken. No. Yeah. How does a chicken hatch? I think the chicklet with his beak starts hitting at the egg. And makes a hole in the in the, in the shell. So it's, uh, it's, not, it's not the it's not that you have yeah, two things here. You have the, a thing growing inside, and you have a, a a a thing on the outside, and the thing growing in the inside basically causes the outer thing to get broken. Same okay, what? Same thing with butterfly. You're, you're saying is that the butterfly does not get too big to be within its cocoon it actually just sort of like scrapes out probably yeah so 
So here this far, what? I, I, yeah, you're right. She called over. She yesh lo madrega pnimis. So if something has a has an internality to it, who yotsem mitoch dover shehu chitzon lo. It comes out from an external thing. That is, that is a principle. Okay, so the, so we're saying, if you if you think about it, for example, everything starts off with just the external kalim, and then you know something grows, something much more meaningful grows inside of those. The world is built. In you know with with the way Hashem built the world with Behadraga in in um, in in steps in, in stages right so um, the just like you can't really have something so delicate and so you know out of this world type of thing uh, just kind of being in the middle of nowhere it needs to be to be nurtured and developed within something else, which although is not as elevated, but it helps to create a boundary between between the two. Right. So if I have a fruit that's growing, so if, if the fruit is just growing by itself, any bird or whatever it is will come and, and peck away and eat it. Right. So I have this, you know, bitter, outer, rough, spiky shell that's growing, that's helping, that's around the fruit, the growing fruit, that helps to protect it. But, obviously, at some point, the two are going to come into conflict, because the, the shell is hard, so it can't expand with the fruit. Right? So once the fruit gets mature enough, and it's ready to come out to fruition, so then it will need to, you know, break open that, that um, outer layer. Yeah, so... What's the initial exactly the show? <coughs> so if you, if you imagine... If you imagine trying to build uh, a Malchus Shemayim in the world, right? So Malchus Shemayim is so elevated and so refined and so it requires so much infrastructure right that if you just try to take a bunch of barbarians and immediately you know, they, they wouldn't be able to accept it I mean, so first you have you know, the barbarians kind of you know the biggest strongest barbarian of them all um, kind of gets control over everybody and teaches them the concept of following rules etc etc right? And so you just organize the physical world in a, in 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 a, in a way that works, and then it's ready to to be elevated to the next level. Of okay, now let's now that we're all kind of civilized, now let's actually become purposeful and and, and transcendent. What's what's the shell there? What's the what's the pre? The, the the very strong barbarian who kind of gets the a hold of that that's the shell. He, he protects the priest to a certain extent. I mean, if if the world would be in absolute chaos, there would be no the, then the refined 
you know, Avodos Hashem part, uh, you know, the, 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 of, uh, of the man would just be trampled out of existence if everyone was running, running around, um, you know, grabbing from the other person their, you know, piece of bread that he's trying to eat, right? So you're just in survival mode. So you can't, uh, you can't meditate and, and think deeply and, uh, and try to work on yourself. So it's only once that you, know, you have this outer structure, which to a certain extent doesn't, doesn't have this, uh, this meaning to it, but it, but it at least just organizes the world, puts boundaries, etc., then that's what's going to, you know, allow for the fruit to grow and develop. That was, that was Asaph's job. Asaph was supposed to be the rough and tough guy. You know, obviously that's not, the, that's not the purpose of it all. The purpose is really Yaakov, right? But Yaakov is too delicate and too weak. He's sitting inside the tent. He's not, the, the, the world is just going to, you know, steamroll him, right? So he needs he needs an ace of to kind of subdue all of them and uh, crush all of them <coughs> for him to be able to do what he needs to do. Now, ideally, Asif should have done that voluntarily, as actually uh, a partner. Instead, he chose to actually get caught up in in what he's doing. And think that that's what it's all about. So then, so then, okay, but it doesn't change fundamentally that that's what he's going to do. So that is what he's doing. I'm having trouble understanding the mushroom because Aesop so often turns that force of clearing things out and, and, and assertion, he often turns that and targets Yaakov. That's true. There is, uh, there is, you know, when, when, when the, if you imagine, if you imagine the fruit that's trying to grow inside the, inside the shell, right? So, it feels very, it, it can be very, very tight sometimes. You know, like. So that is, that's the, um, it can feel very tight, it can feel very, you know, he's looking, he's, you know, you're trying to grow and he's not letting you, so there's, you can feel the fight, there's a fight that's happening between them. When Yaakov is down, Asa is going to be up, right, the two of them are kind of fighting for the same space. But before that contest happens... The shield, the pre is a shield to show me. Not as that contest is happening, even though that contest is happening, but on a, on a different level, it is acting as a. Um, so we're disregarding intent to facilitate a hundred percent disregarding okay. intent. Right. Um, I was thinking, if you ask the shomer of the pre, what are you doing? So I'm protecting the fruit. 
that would be that would have been the Lechatchila way for right. us to do it. Uh, but uh, so instead, it's happening uh, in spite of him. Hmm. But it doesn't change. It's, it's, in spite it of doesn't his change. Intent. That's the process. In spite of his intent, but it's still the process. Is is, is the same. Yeah. Test. Don't fall for the test. <laughs> He's gonna get you. <laughs> but what if there's a true with you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So. We we say we say in Davani Yotzer or Uvori Choshech, Hashem forms light and He creates darkness. So the Gon there explains that notice that Bria comes really before Yitzir. Meaning here, just because we want to open up with a good thing, so we so we discuss first the the or. But Bria is an earlier form than Yitzir. So there's Bria and then there's Yitzir. So there's Choshech and then there's Or. Choshech precedes Or. Right? And Choshech is formed in Torah. First, I need to have the Choshech. First, the Choshech, the Ramban says, the Homer Hiuli is the primordial matter, is the stuff. And then that stuff is formed into light. That's the Yitzira. That's It's formed into light. But there wasn't Choshech after that, though? What? Wasn't Choshech, Hashem created Or, and then He created Choshech? No. Choshech is Bria. What do you mean? The and then Hashem said, Ye or. So, the Choshech the, the precedes the or, and the or is, really comes from the Choshech. If there wouldn't be Choshech, there wouldn't be the possibility of or. Or is stage two. Once you have Choshech, then it can be organized to or. And the Choshech is, of course, something that has the, the, has the possibility, the propensity to evil, right? Whereas or does not. But it's, it, but, it's, but it's the Choshech that is the precursor to the Or. And so, so over here, it's the Primius has to come after the Chitzonius. First you make the Kalim, right? Like, the, like B'Tzal said to Moshe Rabbeinu, or, or the, the Derech Eretz of Olam even though conceptually the Primius, the Tachlis, um, comes first, and then afterwards I figure out how I'm going to do it. But, uh, but <laughs> practically, as far as Olamazeh is concerned, the kalim come first, and then you fill them up. Right? First you make, the, first you make the, the mishkan, and afterwards you bring in the, you know, the, the, the things that give it meaning. Right? Hashem said to Moshe Rabbein, right? uh, Hashem said the same, the same thing, the, the Gurariya points, uh, the, the Gurariya says a similar thing happens by... Um, Hashem instructs Moshe Rabbeinu to make, to, to prepare the luchus and the aron. And Moshe Rabbeinu goes and makes the aron first and then the luchus. Why? Because where am I going to put it? The derech is I need to have the aron, which is the kli, into which I can put the luchus. Right. 
That's why Esav, so although conceptually Yaakov is first, right? But Esav comes out first. Because all of the Derech Eretz of Olam is, you have the Chitzonius is first, and the Pnimi is the second. Even though Yaakov conceptually is the Bechor, like Rashi explains, you put the two marbles into a narrow tube, right? So the first one to go in, the second one to come out. So conceptually, Yaakov is first. He's really supposed to be the Bechor. But Olam does it the other way around? The, the, the things happen here that the Shomer Lepri is first, and then is and then is the, and then is the Pnimius. So therefore, the 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 Rome is really the the thing that is the, the allows for the Malchus Shemaim to blossom. God He grew up in, in the house of Paro. That's why Paro himself was the Shomer Lepri. His palace was guarding Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? Otherwise, he would never have managed to get that Pnimi Madrega. He motioned. Yeah. He would have been destroyed. If Paro wouldn't have, wouldn't have protected him, he would have been destroyed. By, by, the, by the Egyptians. In, 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 the, in the Nile. They were drowned. So is the... It's so weird we're disregarding intent here because the irony is, is ridiculous. The fact that, that Pharaoh was like searching he was the one who who Moshe should be most afraid of not just like right. Stam Mitzri right because that's the whole point that you see that that intent is, is, is just has to do with Harva only but as far as Hashem's plan working out the plan is is not going to change the plan is the way that Hashem built the world ki hu amok me'od understand this because it's very very deep v'hu yedua lemi sheyodeya Beinian dvorum hanivdalum hayotsim umis alim mitoch hadvorum humrim. This is a principle that spiritual matters come out from physical matters. Vechain Mashiach Yosheb b'Medinas Edom. That this is actually going to cause the sprouting. It's, it's facilitating the sprouting, and also in the in the analogy of the Shomer Lepri, we saw that as the pre gets bigger, it actually causes the um, shomer, the klipa, to crack open, to fall away. That's we, we saw in the beginning of the sefer. We saw that the generation of the Egyptians who were at the time of Yitzhak Mitzrayim were the lowest of the low. That our maturation was causing them to splinter and fracture and go and become even more and more extreme in their depravity. depravity. We've already gone way too far in this. Because this is a very big matter. Is is this the reason? You might ask the question a couple of weeks about why it 